0: The City are still alive here, Balotelli, Aguero! Back, Fuchs, and the ball in behind Damian Barney! It's 11, it's heaven
1: for Jamie Barney! Oh! You, 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 you are an ostrich. Well, your head must be in the sand. Is your head in the sand? Can you, are you flexible enough to get your head in the sand?
0: Now the fans are shouting every week Louis van Gaal's
2: army. <laughs> Louis van Gaal's army.
1: Feet after a fabulous start the
2: game just got away from you there. I have nothing nothing to say. Nothing to say about the game at all. Oh,
1: Actually, it's. Dun, 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 dun.
2: Is this some kind dun,
1: of. Dun, 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 dun.
2: It's the Hankies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to
1: the second annual Hankies. Cash! Cash!
2: <laughs> I'm glad that we could be joined by so many people here in this live studio audience. As far as you can see, the crowds have come
1: from near and they far. Had a,
2: they had the capacity on this of uh, 15K. Very Into very expensive globe. tickets in order to get in because it's such...
1: The Globe Theater yeah. in downtown Los Angeles.
2: Something like that. Here, We're in the crypto.com arena. <laughs> the
1: crypto.com arena.
2: Not even the artist formerly known as Staples. Sam, how you been? It's been a week. We took a week off to recover I from... I
1: feel refreshed. Okay. I feel...
2: You feel like uh, Mr. Infantino?
1: Today, I feel...
2: Refreshed. Refreshed. <laughs> uh, no,
1: I am I had time to cook, time to boil yeah. up some hot takes, some I'm cold sure you takes, did. hand out some awards, dish out the awards.
2: Yeah. Oh, you're dishing out the awards. Uh, you're dishing out the hanky. Well, jointly. <laughs> you know,
1: we each have a hand on the hanky as we hand it off to yeah. whatever... I can Fortunate soul.
2: I can't wait to hear your uh, end of season. A- after the hankies, we'll have to do end of season, beginning, off-season outlook. I need your top five. So keep that in mind. Top five outlook kind of storylines to watch for. Okay. Keep that in mind okay. as we're going. Okay. Let's start off. First First award. Normally, we do our player of the season. Yes. But this year, that I means Erling Holland.
1: Erlings, as some call
2: You know, I heard a video where Jack Grealish... Referred to him as Earl, and I thought that was great.
1: He kind of has an Earl vibe <laughs> to him. Let's not lie.
2: It it very much reminded me of uh, Hank. Yes. And the the backstory and whatnot behind, behind exactly just referring to me as Hank and you're like exactly. you know what it looks like a Hank. What um, do you mean?
1: You've always been Hank. You're yes, I was born Hank. a
2: Hank. It wasn't until long ago I discovered I was a Hank. <laughs> um, you merely
1: adopted the Hank. I was born <laughs> from it, molded by it.
2: We got four for Player of the Year mm-hmm. right here. Tried to, try to, you know, sprinkle it around in here. Here are the nominees. First candidate, Harry Kane. Next nominee, Martin Odegaard. Second nominee, or third nominee rather, Allison Becker. And last but not least, this is a tough one. I sent you the guy who didn't make the list. It was Rashford, just missed out over this guy, Kieran Trippier. Those are the four options. Whoa. Should we walk through? We walk through each one. Is so there one that stands out to you? Is there one that's not deserving?
1: You know, I think I think everyone in their own right had a fantastic season, and in ways underappreciated, all four yes. of these players. I think at times. Yes. You know, Very much maybe so. not underappreciated, but
2: their impact flown on the under team. the radar yeah. relative to just, what they were. Just, just Holland was so good.
1: I mean, starting off with Harry Kane,
2: thirty goal season, career season. Yeah,
1: never got injured. The only downside was that he was on Tottenham.
2: The only downside is his running mate's Son, was trash. Conte completely collapsed. Got frustrated. It was threw truly it all a one man show. They said, here's Oliver Skip to play alongside. You got him in the team. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, Harry Kane, amazing season. I was saying it for a while. I mean, I thought Tottenham would have been... I hate to say relegation because that's pretty extreme. They would have been around there. They would have been like 14th or 15th without him. Is that fair to say? Yeah. That's 30 goals. They would have been Chelsea tier. Yeah. Um, Martin Odegaard... Tough to say who the best guy was for Arsenal this year, but it yeah. feels like Odegaard was the best player. You could say Saka, but I still have the West Ham miss penalty in my mind, and I maybe so- that's a, not a good enough excuse, but it is for me.
1: Saka had a little bit of a down swing. Especially when they needed the the him most. Yeah. I'd say Odegaard most consistent, but like you yes. said, Arsenal kind of had the ensemble. Everyone mm-hmm. helping it's a, out. It's a team effort. Yeah. So I think that's... That's tough in that aspect. You didn't have just one guy yeah. shining like Tottenham
2: did. Allison, best keeper in the world, even though FIFA and UEFA and all these made-up awards that like to give it to people like Emmy Martinez. Um,
1: yeah, it's actually nuts. I mean, <laughs> you want to talk about flying under the radar. This guy is, in my opinion, the best keeper in the world I think, by a, a substantial margin
2: i think he cemented himself as the best keeper since neuer or following up neuer yeah and i don't think it's that close
1: and i think he just he, he doesn't really seemingly have a big personality so i yeah. think it just kind of mm-hmm. you know people it's weird because when you over-hood. think
2: of his he makes so many highlight real plays but all you ever really see or hear about and you know it's bound to happen because goalkeepers don't really score that much but i feel like the clip a lot of people will show you is just him scoring against West Brom. It's like, I get that, and it was important for Liverpool, but at the yeah. same time, like he's done so much throughout these years. Like I, I don't right. know. Very unappreciated player. And last but not least, Karen Trippier. Amazing Newcastle season. Their defense was the the main key point, so it had to be a player from their defense, but also Trippier's so much effect going forward, whipping crosses in. Yeah, um, Really, their whole transition into this new regime and rebuild really started with them picking him up and it's just it's like okay it's kind of weird that they would get him because he's you know a bit older and stuff but he still has quality clearly i mean he's been better this is yeah. better than he ever was on tottenham in my opinion yeah for sure At- atletico i'd you know i watch atletico him. well they don't even play They're attacking shooting. yeah they play they play taliban tuchel ball out here pretty much yeah. so
1: for him to have the impact that he did. On the team at fullback Yes Is hugely impressive I mean I don't I can't think of any other player That had such an offensive impact Yeah While still being like a solid defender Mm -hmm. As Trippier Yes Because obviously you have You have Robertson and Alexander Arnold But Mm -hmm. I think think Trippier is just a, a complete player
2: yeah. all round, hundred percent. The winner of the Player of the Year minus Erling Haaland award goes to Martin Odegaard.
1: Mar- wow, that surprised me. That surprised me. I would have Round be of applause.
2: The stats were there, and you can't fully blame Kane because his team's just so bad. Um, but. Odegaard there is some at some point it does boil down to team success as well a little bit and Odegaard being the key cog for the team that was in first place most of the year put up such
1: a such a big
2: also put up amazing stats especially for a midfield player so
1: such a big leap in quality for Arsenal too this year
0: Mm -hmm.
2: okay moving on manager of the year yes you know people love to give it to Pep Guardiola even though...
1: That's the dumbest shit ever. There I there I said it.
2: John Morley disagrees with you.
1: <laughs> that's, that's, like saying, that's like saying, you know, who's the best...
2: That's like giving the manager of the year award to like Dave Roberts every year because the Dodgers are good.
1: Yeah. That, it, <laughs> that's it's, insanity. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like saying doesn't. that, you know, the, the best tactical basketball player in the fourth grade team is the kid who's like six feet tall. It's like no, yeah. he's just taller than everybody. <laughs> now Pep Guardiola just spends way more money than literally everybody else. Pep, oh, go to actually l- let's see you at Sunderland, mate. <laughs> see you at Sunderland. That's a, That's an official challenge from the Premiership <laughs> Perusal Podcast. Let's see you bring Sunderland back up to the Premier League, win the Premier League, win the Champions League with Sunderland. People like win to the point out people like
2: to point out that City spend like the third or fourth most. But it's like if they want to, they'll just go and get jack realish and snatch it from anyone so it
1: 80 million pounds on nathan ake
2: we'll talk we'll talk about this later but they bought calvin phillips for like 50 mil didn't even play him yeah no one even talked about it ridiculous uh let's get to it and manager the first first nominee
1: this is for the true intellectuals
2: yeah eddie howe newcastle's finest moving on a mid a bunch of mid-season guys although one's not really mid-season but I, he still came in th- in the middle of the year. First, first one of those Unai Emery. Third option, Roberto De Zerbi. And last but not least, Gaz O'Neill. Now sacked. Gaz,
1: R.I.P. Gaz. Gaunt now but not sacked. Forgotten.
2: Unbelievable.
1: Really hurt me. I, I was crying into my imaginary signed copy of FIFA twenty. 3
2: Wouldn't it be funny if they if you actually did win that and then they'd they be so pissed. It would be a an all-timer collector's item. Yeah. Let's go through him. Eddie Howe. Newcastle amazing infrastructure thanks to him. Mm-hmm. Getting the most out of guys who are decent but he makes them pretty good. yeah P- Guys who are pretty good, he makes good. Guys who are good, he turns into he makes them great so far anyways. Um Some of their best guys uh, dealing with injury struggles, Calm Wilson and Isak on and off. Bruno Gimarish, injury struggles. Still able to rotate guys. Guys that you would see under Bruce and just think, well, this guy's not going to, he'll be a championship player for a while. Yeah. Longstaff just completely accelerates his development. Joe Willick completely accelerates his development. Joe Linton. Joe Linton just completely revert, pulls a uno reverse card on his career and completely turns it around he plays for the brazilian national team now it's It's amazing job unai emery takes over a team a lot of talent near the relegation zone untapped potential gets their attack going the defense solidified after he came in um playing an attractive style of football okay getting the most out of some guys developing young guys Really, the the main guy that he's getting a lot out of, Ollie Watkins. Tapping into that. Um, next up, DeJerby. I think your eyes speak for themselves when you watch his style of football.
1: He elevated Brighton to the next level. Yes. We saw their potential, Mm-hmm. and he elevated them.
2: And last but not least, Gaz O'Neal, who... Everyone besides us had Bournemouth going down. Gaz O'Neal comes in after a rough showing at Anfield. Mm-hmm. Strings some results together. Towards the end of the year, in the last 10 matches or so, for a five, five six-game stretch, able to pull off four wins or so. Yeah, Huge. Keeps him up.
1: Clutch away wins as well.
2: Yeah. Not easy, given the fact Bournemouth... You might say not that much pressure on Bournemouth cuz it's Bournemouth. They spent a good amount of money. Yeah. to help him got the new owner. Uh, yeah, they spent a good amount of money. Not as easy to transition those guys from the winter window into the team. Yeah. able to do it. Very impressive. What are your what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, first thoughts Eddie Howe absolutely fantastic. I I liked the appointment initially, but I I didn't see it going as well. As it did. I
2: think the way we both thought would be it'd be good for about a year, yeah. year and a half, and then it would just completely fall apart, and then they'd get some other guy to get in there and be a manager yeah. or he'd do enough to keep him up, then they'd bring someone else in.
1: He would be the transitionary guy, the, the Moyes after F- Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. You know, kind of a fall guy, someone who's yes. easy to fire rather than coming in with a big name right away. But yeah, he's taken these guys, like you said, he's taken bad players, made them decent taking decent players, made them good, taking good players and made them great. It's it's remarkable the improvement that Newcastle have made. Last season, they were mm-hmm. like winless through like 15 games.
2: Yes. Shout just, out our boy Steve just Bruce. Just a dead team. Bruce Ball.
1: And now, at the end of the season, they finish in the Champions League spots and they didn't even just overhaul the squad completely. Like you said, they have this core of players that were still there at the Bruce days, mm-hmm. and they've just transformed their games completely. Absolutely amazing. Unai Emery, probably the the best midseason takeover transformation I've ever seen. Yeah. It, it was night and day. You got Stevie G, complete on AIM. AIM. Bringing in Unai Emery. The team has swagger, confidence. Y- you,
2: they know their style you now. You knew
1: their talent, but they had no direction. He gave them direction. He gave them confidence. Much better side.
2: Back into Europe now.
1: DeGerby took a team with massive potential in Brighton. Grant Potter led them so far, and you thought, it can't get better than that. But... It did. DeGerby came in seamlessly. Yeah. Seamlessly. And came in and not only... Kept them on the same trajectory, but made them even better. They're a team that now scores goals for fun when that was a part of their game that they somewhat struggled at. They have this super defined style that works so brilliantly for them. Yes. Breaking down the press. Gaz O'Neill, backs against the wall, one of a true great underdog stories. No one believed in him, but he, including me, he dug down, he dug deep. He got the results against all the odds, kept Bournemouth up, and was rewarded by getting sacked. Yes. I think all four are very worthy candidates, but I'd have to say Eddie Howe.
2: And the winner is? Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe. Howe. It's well-deserved. We'll see if he can keep this up, how long he can keep it up. There will be a bit of transition as they it's gonna be tough get new new guys in they have the champions league to worry about moving on young player of the year so many options these days it's at least 21 now at the start of the year used to be 23 now it's 21 here are the options mr saliba mr bukayo saka moises Caicedo, and jacob ramsey now first first initial kind of thought, say, leave anyone off? Because it can't be Holland because he's going to win player of the year. Am <sighs> I leaving you anyone know, off? That's... And the last spot, I should say, thought about Evan Ferguson, but it was a bit, had some injury, didn't fully play. Yeah. I think next year might be the year he's top four for this. Yeah, for sure. Especially since I think Saliba will for sure drop out because he turns 23 already. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, it's it's tough just thinking off the top of my head. Maybe, how old is how Sean Longstaff?
2: I think he's like he twenty three or twenty four. Okay, I think he he's he's on the he's on the brink. Um well you got some Arsenal talent in there. Caicedo yes. really emerging. Mm-hmm. You know what I was thinking about with Brighton this year and having Caicedo emerging, kinda of different player in a certain sense, but I mean, how tough is it to go from the beginning this year with uncertainty about Brighton? You're like, Oh well, they had a really good year, their best year so far, and they finished what, eleventh last year? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, where do they go? What do they do? They lose them Wepu to start the year. Due yeah. to his heart condition, yeah, they start off with Potter. They, I think it's three wins, a draw, and a loss and five. He departs for Chelsea, and then Dejerby comes in and stuff. But this whole time, there's so many staples in the Brighton team, and Caicedo had to be top three. Yeah, he was from excellent. the whole year, probably go Gross, March, and Caicedo.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah.
2: Good and then Jacob there. Ramsey obviously kind of developing under. Coming in hot. Emery with uh, next to Douglas Louise and John McGinn. He's allowed to kind of free roam at times and get a little bit more forward. You can really see his, you know, he gets on the end of some balls and can get in the spots for finishing. Also supplies some. I think the last game that he had, what, two assists? Hmm. So.
1: Here's one more for you. Yep. Morgan Gibbs White. Okay. Kind of became the centerpiece. Yeah. For Forrest. For Forrest, yeah. Pretty towards impressive.
2: that. I agree. Who are, who are you thinking is Well, gonna line up here? I
1: think for me, it's got to be Saliba. You saw his impact when he was in the team and when he was out of the team. It was just kind of like a night and day difference. And ultimately, probably cost Arsenal the title.
2: No, it cost Arsenal the title as he didn't play Lord Kivior. Well, over your guy, Mr. K- Lord Kivior Rob Kivior Holding. Is, is and- <laughs> he is goaded. He is goaded. Yeah, so... He won me a Fantasy Premier League for crying out
1: loud. Oh, the bench boost I'll never forget.
2: And the winner is... I think you stole my notes, because it's William Saliba. Oh. Three for three.
1: No, I got the first one wrong. Well, who'd you say? You said Odegaard, one? I said Kane.
2: Okay, well, you're two for three. It is Saliba. The drop-off was massive. You know, I would have thought last year that Gabriel was... The Arsenal's best defender, mm-hmm. and there's talks of you know him going to Juventus for like 40 or 50 mil or yeah. something like that. And Get out of here, Juventus. I was, yeah, and I was like, oh, that'd be weird because that's their best guy. I mean, now he's – I wouldn't say expendable or anything like that, but he's definitely not better than Saliba. I mean, Saliba's the guy he's, right now.
1: He's a Rolls-Royce defender.
2: Yeah, he's up there with the likes of uh, Christian Romero.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
2: Most enjoyable team. Obviously, this is just as basic as it gets. Who did you like to watch the most?
1: Who do my eyes like?
2: Here are the four nominees. And it's really weird. If you had told me this at the beginning of the year, I think I would have lost my mind. I would have called you crazy. First option, Newcastle. Well balanced, great defense. Fast, pacey in attack. Um, Second, Brighton. Great press, great ability to kind of counterattack at will. Arsenal, suffocating teams to death with possession. When the other team turns the ball over, they go fast. And then Fulham, Marco Silva ball. You know, Marco Silva, tough
1: shout that he didn't... uh... You know, get in the manager of the year contest. They just fell off a bit too it much. It was just, but part of that was injuries. It was too. tightly contested. Yes, a lot of great managerial options this this season.
2: It it came down to O'Neill or Silva, and it, I felt O'Neill was a little more impressive with what he did because yeah. no one thought Bourne was stand up. I agree. M- lay out the case for each team.
1: Well, Newcastle, like you said, I mean, they had some real intensity, pace to their their attack real excitement they scored a lot of goals at times Mm -hmm. only downside they did go through a spell where they were really struggling for goals yes um brighton i mean they were playing some superb football the new system was just masterful the way they were able to create chances score goals everyone in the team scoring goals was really incredible to watch. Arsenal
2: The emergence of Doctor Dribbles.
1: Doctor Dribbles.
2: Lord Den- Madoma, Dennis Undav.
1: Dennis Undav. Everyone's scoring. Yes. Uh, Arsenal the rebirth of Arsenal back as a top team. Very enjoyable to watch when they were on top. Did go through that tough spell where they fell off and ultimately lost the title. But overall a lot of really good play from Arsenal. Back to kind of that quick build-up, but also throwing in some, you know, nice link-up play as yeah. well. Some silky smooth passing.
2: Yeah, the best thing is when the other team does get on the ball and Arsenal turns them over, and Arsenal just able to just sprint right yeah. at you. Yeah, exactly. Joy to watch.
1: And Fulham, you just have this this amazement of. You kind of didn't expect it at all, and they exceeded all expectations. Uh, Mitrovic early on was superb. Just a
2: bully. Uh, then it kind of transitioned to a few other guys. Solomon, or, uh, mm-hmm. Solomon had his little run um, as the lead scorer. Uh, Carlos
1: Vinicius gave Yes, emergence. Goals here and there.
2: Harry Wilson at the end was dropping dimes Harry to Wilson. everyone.
1: Tom Kearney. Yeah. Kearney. Kearney? What's it? How do you pronounce it? Kearney. 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 Yeah. It's going to Leicester. He was popping off towards the end there. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Even solid defense, Tim ream Great, Tim ream. great season. Good fullback play out of Tete and Robinson and not to mention Burnt Leno killing it. Yeah. I think people would say that we're clinically insane for listing Fulham over a team like Man City. That was enjoyable to watch. But then again, Man I truly City don't would believe be people watch Man City. Probably my
1: top three least enjoyable to watch.
2: Who's number two? Chelsea. But who's the least enjoyable?
1: Um. Hmm.
2: Southampton. <laughs>
1: Southampton, probably. Yeah. Yeah,
2: but they turn the ball over, and the other team can do what they want. So that's kind of entertaining. You just know the other team's gonna win.
1: Tottenham Hotspur.
2: I think Tottenham's number one for me. Um, most enjoyable team award goes to. Brighton and Hove Albion
1: just had to be just had to be
2: the 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 most fun attack to watch which Absolutely. as a neutral obviously attack is fun to watch but Brighton just in general yeah i would amazing. I'd,
1: I'd put them in like you know one of the teams of the decade to watch probably
2: yeah. so we kind of previewed the uh least enjoyable, <laughs> enjoyable but we'll, we'll touch on it the four nominees Tottenham Chelsea City southampton i didn't want to get into it too much but just give me your power rankings on those yeah as far as what you're thinking
1: you know it's really tough and now that we get into it
2: i good, mean i pretty much gave it away it's tottenham but
1: the good categories where <laughs> we make fun of teams and laugh at them Uh you know they all have kind of their own different thing tottenham so reliant on harry kane just absolutely no supporting cast whatsoever son kuleshevsky's good
2: but was hurt and then they hurt. like sat him and yeah. it's like how about we play with Charlison? it's like or, or don't yeah you got although to be fair Charlison might have been the best thing to watch about them because he's constantly offside scoring and taking his shirt off
1: yeah i think that would be uh <laughs> that might make the case in for the funniest them. moment yeah
2: um yeah and then you
1: have chelsea just
2: can't score can't
1: score at all
2: and like not even in a comical way just like a sad depressing you look at him even as a neutral oh my god just
1: absolutely clueless in the final third very
2: one-on-one with the goalkeeper and like scuffs it rolls it wide it's like what was that to watch
1: then you have man city who for like 95 percent of the game are incredibly incredibly boring and then the other five percent Like, De Bruyne or to just do something amazing, and they score two goals in two minutes, and they win easily. Yeah. And it's like, who enjoys this? No one.
2: And last, we have Southampton, who I I covered. It couldn't be them because they're so bad that other teams are bound to do something exciting and look good against them.
1: Yeah, that's true. But in terms of watching from a Southampton perspective, painful.
2: Yeah, you got Chuck Alcatraz as the most electric player. Yeah,
1: if they didn't buy him... (laughs) It would have been lights out. Awful. Um, Yeah. It it was like one of the worst passing teams I've ever seen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you don't have a 10. And then you also don't have a striker. The winner is Tottenham. Uh, Just having your best guy be a striker and no one really around him. Mm -hmm. But yet your whole play style is based on playing defense and just sitting back and then only counterattacking. Yeah. Against small teams, too. Like, it's that's bad. That's, that's really bad. At home. You're sitting back against Leeds. That's bad. That's brutal. That's bad. Um, uh, Moving on, funniest moment of the season. Mm-hmm. We have Tottenham against Liverpool.
1: That's a banger.
2: The idea of Liverpool blowing a 3-0 lead to Tottenham. Richarlison, of all people, scoring the goal, finally takes his shirt off. And <laughs> only to lose only for Lucas Mora to make a back pass to absolutely no one oh. in Liverpool score, um Holland mocking everton, that's more of a good meme of the season that where was, he's was it by Godfrey and he's yeah. doing that nye, nye, nye. yeah, yep, that was great, um, Conte's rant, I would bust out my Antonio Conte but I can't top what I did a few episodes <laughs> ago,
1: also a banger.
2: And then I couldn't f- figure out a fourth one entirely, so I thought when Man U lost their first two games and they were linked to Arnautovic and Rabio.
1: Yeah. I that like was that pretty good. I like that.
2: I think just the whole Brentford loss wearing those green kits.
1: That was awesome. <laughs> that was
2: awesome. <laughs> the With Ronaldo the, the, out there. The 7-0. At the Georgia Tech Community Stadium.
1: The 7-0 to, to Liverpool, and then they... Roll out to Brentford and just get stomped in the awful kits. Yeah, I didn't. I did Very not cursed.
2: put the uh, the funniest moment. We'll get to another described moment later on, which the seven nil comes up. But um, I mean, I we have think these four. I
1: think you could throw in like an honorable mention to like every time Richarlison scored, but was offside. Yeah, but that's not really a moment. That's like a collection of moments. Yes, Richarlison's greatest hits.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well. The audience will love to know that the Tottenham-Liverpool game was the funniest moment of the year. The fact that Liverpool almost blew that lead is hilarious in and of itself. But Richarlison celebrating after a terrible goal, and then they immediately turn around and give up a goal to lose the game.
1: It's like an onion. It's got layers. (laughs) (laughs) You peel back, you laugh again.
2: Yes. Surprising player. This was kind of tough because I had to balance between... Did they just have a couple good stretches? Mm-hmm. You know what was their full year like? But we have a lot, and not to mention it's kind of biased towards attack, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, we'll start off first nominee on w- your guy, Awani. Awani. Second choice, Pedro Poro. Fantastic year for Tottenham. He was him, Kulishevsky and Kane. Outside of that, there was nothing everything hurt my eyes. Yes. Ollie Watkins amazing resurgence. I called a 20 goal a year for him at the beginning of the year. Finished with 15. <laughs> it was close, respectable uh tally put up by him. And last but not least, Matoma. As soon as he got subbed on like in like the third game, we were like, holy. This guy. Holy smokes. Look at Who's this, this guy? guy?
1: He immediately he gets subbed on and just starts running at people. It's
2: yeah, it's one of the, I thought he would take longer to catch on with the you know, not to act like we're geniuses, but with the uh, the normies. You know, it felt like it's something that'd take a while to catch on. But Brighton was so good and he was just nuts for him that yeah, I was bound that people it's would like, catch on. Okay,
1: this guy's this guy's insane.
2: Yes. So let's hear let's hear what you gotta say about all those guys.
1: <sighs> yeah, a one you obviously had some tough stretches there but at the end of the season
2: it was injuries too in that middle stretch where he just wasn't in there because injuries and it's like well they got who else they got out there emmanuel dennis he
1: did he did have his fair share of blunders
2: missing just completely missing wide open chances but hey
1: when they really needed it he He showed up just like the last airbender he showed up when they needed him the most yep although when they needed him the most he disappeared
2: Something like that. So
1: the opposite of that. Uh, but anyways, Pedro Poro, like you said, he broke the curse of being a Wing, wing back, back for that sucks Tottenham. for Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah. So that's he's impressive. no
2: royale with cheese. Parisich, yes. old and washed. Jed Spence didn't even play.
1: I think Watkins. You know, if you said, okay, he scored this many goals, you'd be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense, but. In the manner he did it, where he was cold, and then just went insane mode. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And then, like you were saying, Matoma kind of came out of nowhere. And from the second Mm -hmm. he took the field, we know this guy is going to be great.
2: Yes. The winner is... Who do you think it is first off?
1: I would say... I think you're going to get it wrong. I'd say Watkins. I think this is... We're going to differ on this.
2: Yep. The winner for surprising player of the year is pedro poro pedro poro tottenham's one one yeah. accolade of non-shame this year yeah. yeah uh just amazing player from the get-go uh provided a nice spark to their attack i i get the watkins shout as a man who loves somali watkins but Tottenham are just so bad and like you said with their wing back history, they just are so bad at getting these guys and evaluate who will be good. Yeah. That for them to hit on one is, is truly crazy. That is true. Official most underrated player of the year. Uh we have to I'd say Casemiro. <laughs> we have to we have to note that so many people Say guys are underrated and they're just like top in like certain categories. It's just like not even real. Like when when people are just like, oh, Paulina underrated. It's like, really? Because he's like first in tackles <laughs> by like 50.
1: Yeah, I think he's quite fairly rated.
2: <laughs> now Fulham are asking like 90 mil for him. Yeah. So how's that for underrated? Yeah. Uh, let's get to the nominees. It was a bit tough with Brighton, with Gross and March, mm-hmm. especially since they're good too. Yeah, but I don't think people realize how good those guys were this year for Brighton. Yeah, I think a I lot agree. of people would say Batoma. They might even
1: a lot of people I think would overrate McAllister. Yeah, especially I now agree. the Liverpool factor.
2: Yes, I would agree. I think that that's very true. So we have Solly March, Bert Leno. I've been saying singing his praises this whole year. He finished. Yeah. Stats-wise, I test-wise, I test-wise, probably closer top five. Stats-wise, he was the third-best keeper this year. Michael Elise. Moments of brilliance when he's out there. He's kind of one of those raw numbers guys aren't super impressive because he's always kind of has a knock. But when he's out there and you do the per 90 stuff, mm-hmm. fantastic player. Recently tore his hamstring. His... Yeah, that was no bueno. And then last but not least, another Brighton player, Lewis Dunk.
1: Well, he's top five center back in England, so
2: yeah, in the world. In the world, according to Pep Guardiola. I had Pinnock in here because he was good this year, but also Ben Me next to him was really good. Yeah. Whereas with Brighton, you had a bit of rotation. Webster was hurt for a chunk of the year. He's been kind of the partner with Dunk. So yeah. it's like Dunk, Dunk kind of making guy. a change. Yeah, kind of on the fly. What do you think of those options? Is there someone I left off that you would have put in there for most underrated? You know, maybe a Phil Bill. Ooh, Phil Bill cooks. Phil Bill might have to make this list. We might have to cut. We might have to cut someone out of here. Their last minute Elise. switcheroo. Phil Bill. My only problem Phil with Bill Elise, Elise
1: is that I think sometimes people see like he'll you a know, clip, have a, and people are have, like, "Oh." Have a clip, and he's like. And people are like, oh man, United have to sign him and it's like he really would, needs to play yeah. like consistently yeah. for like a, a season or two before yes. he gets that big move. But he does have a lot of potential. Yes.
2: Um we might have a we might have a change as to who wins the award. <laughs> uh
1: other than that, I'm trying to think of some other options. Um John McGinn, maybe?
2: Yeah, I think the rough start threw me off That's, him a little yeah. bit, just because. But that was Gerard just blowing it with the team, making him be captain, not letting Mings play. There's a lot of pressure. You could make on a him. case for Tyrone Mings in the second half of the year yes. as underrated. Villa's defense. I've always a lot been better. a
1: Tyrone Mings kind of guy.
2: Yes. Well, let's get to it. Official most underrated player of the season goes to Bert Leno. Burnt Leno. Amazing From signing. It's one of those for Arsenal where they got rid of him, needed to get rid of him. Doesn't really make sense for him. His contract running out. Get some money. A Fulham get a solid keeper, and he overperformed. He's pretty much this year's Jose saw And really, of get, just like elite goalkeeper for performance out of nowhere.
1: They got lucky because he wanted to stay in London. Yes, he could be at a you know higher tier club.
2: He could be at Chelsea. It could be at Chelsea. <laughs> it could be at Chelsea. I will say, Phil Bill immediately slots in at number two on this list. <laughs> After that, I think, those I think people me. are still. No one really. I
1: don't think anyone watched Bournemouth. No one watched Bournemouth. I think they Phil, saw the nine nil. I think like Phil nine-nil.
2: Bill should be on Aston Villa or Tottenham. Is and, what I think.
1: You know about. who my like ultimate sleeper pick is? Okay, let's hear it. People would think I'm like insane. I hope it's just someone who's. Terrible. It's Joe Rothwell.
2: No, yeah, you've, you've mentioned him mentioned. I've before. mentioned it You're
1: before, big. but when he was in the team for Bournemouth, completely they were better. changed the game. They were better. But no one actually watched Bournemouth, so no one would. I say also
2: that. thought about putting Harry Reid on here for underrated because the stats don't show he's very good and no one really uh, yeah, talks he's, about him, but he's he was great. Yeah, I like him.
1: And people. I read some people making fun of the idea that he could get called up for England. It's like we've been singing his praises for a while. He's a fantastic midfielder. Just because he plays for Fulham doesn't discount him at all. Calvin Phillips was great for England, and he played for Leeds. Um,
2: should, yeah, let's run it past Southampton fans if they would take Harrison Reed back immediately. <laughs> I think they'd say yes,
1: especially considering the fact that England are pretty short in those kind of players.
2: Yes. You know, absolutely.
1: Someone who can just do the dirty work in midfield.
2: Absolutely. The why didn't he play more award. First option, Dan Bentley, goalkeeper for Wolves.
1: Lord Dan Bentley, absolutely goaded.
2: He was, and sat show this, and our eyes saw this at the end of the year, was the better than Jose ever. saw. Was better than saw, not saying a ton, but. Did we skip a category? Did we? No.
1: We missed a disappointing player.
2: Mine. Oh, I have. Mine's like readjusted then because I have didn't. Why didn't he play more ahead of disappointing? Oh,
1: okay. That must have been a late addition.
2: It must have been. Um, why didn't he play more? So we have Dan Bentley second. Benoit Badia Shealy, Good defender for Chelsea. And they said, how about we just don't play this guy for like no reason for like 10 games. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back in and plays well against Bournemouth and they win a game. Yeah. Very odd. Um, Soyonshu. I think a lot of Leicester fans, very bitter that he did not play more this year, even mm-hmm. though he fell out of favor with Rodgers. He's clearly their most talented center back. Um, and their defense, I don't know.
1: Daniel Marte is pretty good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, fell out of favor with Rodgers, and Rodgers just said, yeah, no, thank you, even though he's their most talented guy. Plays at the end of the year, starts playing well again yeah it's like what could have been
1: gets the move away
2: and my last option i didn't send this one to you and i was really struggling to find a guy who could really fit in here so i had to go with the kind of a spot guy and i don't know if he really fits in this but i went josh to silva plays well when he's out there but he might just be a just mm-hmm. a sub on, starts every once in a while kind of guy anyways yeah but we'll never know because he never gets an extended run
1: no that's that's a good point but those
2: are the four the four main options. Did I leave anyone out on this? That
1: I don't know if, if Eze would fall into your category. He didn't he, play for... It's
2: weird that Vieira didn't play him, but I think we all know that Eze is amazing, except for Patrick Vieira, who's um, going to take over Strasbourg, Todd Bowley's new favorite club.
1: At times, towards the end of the season, Leo Trossard, but... Yes, true. Uh, other than that... I can't think of anyone else mm-hmm. who really fits into that category.
2: You know there's only one winner for this, and it's the fact that he was better than the guy he replaced. Yes. It's Dan Bentley. Dan Bentley. Dan Bentley, come Wolves, on. Wolves fans, you know it's true, and don't act like it's not. Dan Bentley's your guy for the future. Dan Bentley. <laughs> Good meal. <laughs> Good
1: meal, Dan Bentley. Sign him up, Chelsea.
2: How Speaking of Chelsea, he's probably like 26.
1: Yeah, I feel like he's one of those guys that's like 32 or something.
2: He's Jason Steele mode. Yeah.
1: You mean Lloyd Christmas. Yeah. How come he wasn't in the uh, most surprising player?
2: He could have been. He didn't play that much towards end, but it definitely could have been. I think it's because his haircut was so surprisingly bad. Holds Dan Bentley. 29 years old. Yep, we knew it. We were on the scent.
1: Peek too late. <laughs> he's, he's going for the Gigi Buffon career.
2: Yes. Um disappointing player we'll start off we have four very solid nominees and some some people better count their lucky stars that they were left off yeah because it easily could have been a list of like 12 guys number one manchester united's new signing mason mount <sighs> the proper, 50 million man proper Chelsea can be up to 60 up it's to 50, 60 it, yes it's 50 plus like 10 when he add-ons. wins
1: the ballon d'Or.
2: We'll get to this whole Chelsea (laughs) saga at the end. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I love unwanted Chelsea plays. Sun Hyung-min, number two. Uh, Very washed. Number three, Anthony, Ten Hogs man. If there was a hanky for most spins, (laughs) he'd win it. The spinny man. He spins. And number four, it hurt my feelings to put this on. I, I don't even know how I like this guy. Because he's not likable. Yeah, I think it's because everyone's punted on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm really in the redemption arc for him. He's got some... Darweezy Habibi, a.k.a. Darwin Nunes.
1: He's got some meme tier value.
2: He, I think it's because everyone compared him to Holland, and anyone with a brain knew he wasn't going to be Holland right away.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: What are your thoughts on those four? And is there one person yeah. that would be more deserving to make it than any of these guys?
1: You know, these are all fantastic picks. And for some reason, all of them seem to get away with underperforming. Yeah. And I would say the biggest culprit of that was Lay Spinny Man, Lay 100 million pound man after United just <laughs> blew a ton of money on another disappointing player, Jaden Sancho.
2: Agent 007.
1: Agent 007. So uh, tell me again united fans yeah, yeah. why are you protesting your owners they're spending a ton of money on these guys that are absolute
2: dog dookie
1: <laughs> so keep protesting
2: yeah glazers out glazers out glazers <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> boot bag horse, boot bag horse. i think your board who's who's on the board can we look over that um I so you think it you think it's Anthony.
1: <coughs> well, that's oh I'd give it
2: Okay. Time. And the winner is for the Hanky for You're the most for the most disappointing player is Young Min son. Oh from tied for the golden boot last year to absolutely stinky poo poo fans, non even non Tottenham fans being like he he he's he's back, he's back. after a hat trick against Leicester City.
1: After they died.
2: I just, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> they,
1: they literally gave up.
2: Yeah. Um. Just honestly, it's one of those things where he probably should have got his move away. Didn't probably lack of uh, Lack of want this past year with him. And there's been talks that, you know, he wants Real Madrid and it's like, well, Tottenham aren't really going to ever sell you. Maybe you should have signed for a club with aspirations, not got another contract extension. Yes. All very fitting, guys. Mount Anthony and Darweezie Habibi, but it's young Minson who takes home the award. Mm-hmm. Most overrated player, official most overrated player. This I really struggled with because I felt like this could have been twelve guys long too as, as well. Absolutely. We'll start off. You could just call this the the fraud list, <laughs> the most fraudulent list. We'll start off number one. Joao Felix. Number two, Lissandro Manlet Martinez. <laughs> Number three, Emmy Martinez. Mm. Number four, Christian Romero. Mm. Is there anyone I left off there that you would like to include? I thought about throwing an Arsenal guy in there, but I couldn't justify it. It was uh, Mr. Partey after his bit of drop off.
1: Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Mm.
2: But, I mean, he was fine the first part of the year and then he just like literally i don't know what happened
1: yeah that's true
2: there's way too many guys ahead of him that uh <laughs> we're definitely more deserving of most overrated let's talk it through sam joel felix yes he came in on loan it's gotta be tough in the winter window to just get loaned to a team especially when like chelsea's still in the champions league but it's clear they weren't ever gonna they weren't gonna qualify for the champions League again next year unless they won mm-hmm. there's still a chance for europe when he got there but Fitting in the team. Debut red card. <laughs> Next yeah. game back, he scores a amazing goal against West Ham. A little run, a little dink. Mm-hmm. Hit the post like four times. It was very odd. Refused to pass to guys who were yeah. wide open.
1: That's my it's, biggest issue. He would never pass.
2: Alessandro Martinez. Came in, struggled. Had good stretches at times.
1: I feel like this is a little harsh.
2: Okay. Had good stretches at times, but... United defense, was it really that special? No, given what they spent on him. I think it w- it became so hard-pressed that when United had a big game and he like did all right and the other team scored one goal or no goals, it was very much like, look at the way that Lissandro bossed the game. Like, But they don't talk about Lindelof, who's like just as good in certain games. True, true. Or Varane. So I don't know. To me... To me, I felt like United's defense wasn't that great this year, and when it was good, people had to immediately be like, see, see, look at," and it was Lissandro. It's like, okay, that's very odd. Emmy Martinez, who apparently is the best goalkeeper in the world, and the stats nor my eyes tell me that is the case. I agree. Uh, Just because he had a penalty shootout save on the big stage.
1: Because he's got that personality factor.
2: I've never mentioned on this pod, but him dyeing the flag in his hair might have been the most cringe shit I've ever seen in my life. I agree. Last but not least, Christian Romero. Tottenham fans will fight us to the death on this. Um, how do you say this? He's a really, really poor man's Rüdiger. Like, in terms of... He doesn't give a fuck in terms of he'll make a tackle anywhere, he'll run anywhere, mm-hmm. he'll run with the ball forward. He's a shithouse kind of player. He's going to get in your face and get under your skin, but he's not nearly as good. So it has less of an effect. He's a little closer to Rudiger than Leanne Cao, but he's on that spectrum of <laughs> Rudiger to Leanne Cao. Wow. That is fantastic. It's the shithouse center back spectrum. And he's like, a, he's like a six. Rudiger's a 10. Cause he's a world class. Leanne Cao's a zero. Cause he sucks. Yeah. Romero's like a six or a seven, but you know, he he's not as good as people think. That's I all I'll say. What what are your thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, Romero just not not as good as what people say he is or yeah. what they thought he would be. Mm-hmm. Um sorry, run me the list again.
2: Joao Felix. Joao Lisandro Felix. Lissandro Martinez. Most
1: frustrating guy to ever watch.
2: Emmy Martinez, Christian Romero.
1: Yeah, Emmy Martinez and Lissandro Martinez. That's right.
2: <laughs> the Martinez brothers. The
1: Martinez Blues. Uh yeah, Joao Felix. Super frustrating to watch. Has like the the football IQ of probably about six. <laughs> uh that might be six too high at that point. Emmy Martinez one of the most unlikable players and just not that great. He was at times really good, but this season I thought not so much. Um, he was pretty poor in the air. Lissandro Martinez, you know, he's a short guy. I'm a short guy. We stand together. Stay Unbelievable.
2: The- Isn't is Napoleon complex of... Standing in solidarity. I just
1: think people were memeing on him so hard like when they bought him that it's hard to say he was overrated. Yeah. But I do get the whole like people saying he bossed it. It's like, okay, well he made one tackle. Yeah. And then like he also got ran past. Yes. So let's I don't calm know down. We were
2: talking about. Yeah. The winner for the most overrated player. And you can you can just see it by the fact his Values dropped off, and they won't take him back. It's João Felix.
1: Yes, Absolutely. I don't know
2: how he's ever worth a hundred mil. At some point, I wouldn't pay Shocking. forty for him. No, so
1: I wouldn't pay anything for him. I don't want that guy in my team
2: ever. What about if you're Wolves? <laughs> <laughs> they no. <love> Portuguese guys. <laughs> I don't want them <laughs> ever. Let's go to worst signing. Yes, number one.
1: I can't believe. Anthony's not on this list. I'm outraged.
2: Do you want Do you want him over Kukaraya or Mudrick? Because Mudrick came in halfway through the year and it was a mess. We'll put him over. We'll put him over. Uh, uh, I don't know. We'll put him over Mudra. Number one, Anthony. Number two, Richarlison. Number three, Mark Kukaraya. <laughs> and last but not least, Calvin Phillips. Put a little shout for your boy that, Fabio Vieira, who I don't think I watch play except uh, for their game against like Brentford.
1: Yeah, he was really bad. <laughs>
2: um,
1: yeah, you know, people meme Let's on Mudrick, but uh, tough circumstances.
2: It's I, hard, like I said, with the winter window when you come into a team, it's you, like you
1: come into freaking Chelsea. Yeah, they can't score. 2023 you, Chelsea. You
2: dangle. Like Andy Robertson one time and have a shot at side netting and everyone thinks you're great.
1: I mean, as much as I love the memes, I don't think it's fair to call him out. I think, you know, he's got plenty of time to develop. Um, Richarlison, (laughs) top, top tier. Just, oh, I felt so good after all the shit talking he does. To just see all those offside goals and for him to You just know what's a funny garbage. moment
2: I didn't mention with Richarlison was uh, when he was doing – keep well, not keep you uppies, but a little, little Techerino's <laughs> against uh, Nottingham Forest. and then Who was that? Who walked up Someone as he got the ball, literally just kicked him in the shin. Them. It was a very Sam playing football yes. moment. just <sighs> Who was that?
1: I forget who that was.
2: Yeah, that was great. That was
1: brilliant. I mean, it was some – that's
2: like Sam loves Forest. Yeah. Mark Cucurea. Chelsea bamboozled to get this guy. (laughs) Played pretty well first. And this is what what concerns me about Chelsea this year was the guys they brought in at first all looked good. And the more time they spent around the players that were there, the coaching staff that was there, they really just kind of fell out of favor and lost confidence and they had no form. Uh, Calvin Phillips, how many games did he play?
1: It's got to be on one hand, right?
2: Yes, for 50 mil.
1: Crazy, yeah. And he was fat. <laughs> the man was fat. He's fat. He's fat.
2: To quote Scott Steiner, he's fat. Um, this is really tough. This is a really tough one.
1: It's tough. You know, they're all kind of bad in their own way. Yes. Cougar Ray, I know he had some like personal issues. So I know he kind of gets a pass on that. Yeah. Anthony, lay spinny man. He didn't pick his price tag.
2: Yeah, but he also he did score some goals, but. But also, a hundred mil, you I, you're in a special tier a player I for a hundred mil.
1: Also hate him, so yeah. That. And Richarlison, I also hate. Yeah. Uh, Calvin Phillips, you're fat.
2: Yeah. No, so he came in with injury too. It it was a very, very tough choice to pick between, but the winner of worst signing is Richie Richarlison. Yeah,
1: he's got to be. I mean, he was an established— It was between him
2: and Calvin Phillips.
1: He was an established player, established goal scorer for Everton, and then to come in and— Do nothing. He just did nothing. literally nothing. (laughs) Like, my guy got outperformed by Reese Nelson, who played, like, 20 minutes the whole season.
2: Yeah, that's brutal. Let's move on. Most inexplicable moment. First option, (laughs) Nathan Jones hiring— Comes in, he goes on weird tirades. He throws the team under the bus immediately. Immediately. Um, He was never a part of the team. Yeah, just sacked before the end of the year. Pretty much got Southampton relegated. Second, Tuchel versus Conte Hmm. slash Anthony Taylor ref ball to start the year. That that was insanity, the whole thing. The missing of the hair pull. Tuchel running down the sideline to celebrate in front of Conte and Tottenham them shoving each other, and then also the handshake at the end.
1: You know it's bad when I'm shouting injustice (laughs) for Chelsea.
2: (laughs) Um, Voot, Foss, own goal galore. The back-to-back own goals to lose your team the game is, looking back, that relegated Leicester. That's pretty incredible to think about. (laughs) Um, And I couldn't really think of a best fourth one, but thinking about it, the more I thought about it, it, made sense. Roy ball of Roy Hodgson to just come in, yeah, and then and then Palace start popping off offensively. Yeah, Jordan Ayu just R- was reincarnated. Rises as
1: from, <laughs> I'd say rises from the dead, but it doesn't make sense because that means he'd have to be alive in the first place, and yeah, he sounds sucked. So somehow he's, just, he's he turned into like a good player.
2: Yeah, it was insanity. Which of those makes the most sense? Which of those is your least favorite? Well, I How gotta say, true? my
1: favorite Nathan Jones. I mean, that's an all-timer. <laughs> the streets won't forget Nathan Jones. Yes, and that just for the, like the zaniness. I love the Woy ball. Yeah, because it 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 just really didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Vood, Voss own goals. The fact that he was like Liverpool's leading goal scorer for a stretch oh. there was, <laughs> was really funny. It was like post World Cup leading goal scorers. Foss, own goal. That that's was, a banger. That was amazing. But I mean that that referee scandal at yes. the start of the season was nuts.
2: The winner of the most inexplicable moment of the Premier League season goes to Tuchel, Conte, Anthony Taylor <sighs> moment. The whole thing was like it was just a social pariah for how long. It doesn't even it doesn't feel real to this point. The whole like terrible calls, Tuchel, Conte getting into it, celebrations in front of each other. The handshake will live in infamy. <laughs> the, the it the was never truly a handshake. It will it will never never be forgotten. It was the last time Martin Tyler actually did something besides talk like this oh, the whole time. God. He actually had some emotion. Um. Surreal moment. <laughs> Nominees are the Chelsea Grand Potter era. Woo. Big Sam being hired. We've called for it for so long for three games. Leicester's relegation and the Brighton Everton game to end the year. Talk us through them, Sam. How how are you feeling right now? Yeah,
1: Grand Potter, it felt like a fever dream, <laughs> to be honest. It just went so spectacularly wrong.
2: And the funny thing was Maybe he's just bad luck. Like with Brighton <laughs> with Brighton just like once De Zerbi gets in actually scoring goals yeah. and they're they only slightly tweaked the adjustments and stuff. What a... Grand Potter's just a bad luck, Brian.
1: The the funniest thing though was that for one, the the only time this has ever happened, where you get Todd Bowley saying like, "We are backing this guy. Yeah, we are. <laughs> he's our guy.
2: And he... every time they
1: lose, he's still our guy. We love this guy. He is yeah. our guy. But given every single chance, he just could not get the team to perform." And that was absolutely brutal to watch because you knew where it was going. Yes. But they just kept trying to make it a thing, but it just wasn't ever a thing. Yes. Uh, Big Sam for three games. Very <laughs> strange. What are Leeds doing? <laughs> they freaking... Javi here. That was yeah. insane. Uh, Leicester getting relegated. That's a toughie. You hate to see it. Everton versus Brighton. Yeah, that's another one that... It was completely out of left field.
2: Yeah, I mean, Everton just popping off and scoring on every single counterattack they had was... Uh,
1: I want to Dwight throw... McNeil
2: dribbling the ball into the net. Like, when would that ever happen?
1: <laughs> yeah. Special shout-out to um, when Forrest were playing terrible and everyone said that they were going to sack Steve Cooper, and then they went out and extended his contract.
2: That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. great. That was great. I guess I didn't have the seven nil in here. I thought I did. Well, we'll count. We'll count that as part of the, the other one. That was, I should have won an award, but yeah. it didn't. Uh, okay, the ultimate surreal moment of the season. This might shock you. It might shock the audience. And it's just me, but this is the hankies for a reason. Big Sam being hired <laughs> with three games three to games go, left. out of nowhere. We've called for it for how long for some team to just who's the big Sam team? We always say that to start the year, and we didn't pick leads this year. I tell you that no. much.
1: And the the fact that they thought there that was it would some a chance that it could work is like <laughs> insane. Uh,
2: that was uh, never gonna work. No, no, it it wasn't. Um, uh, the how does he get play time award? Truly truly a prestigious award and this award may be named after who wins this because this is a first time thing first option neil maupai second option diego costa third option Vootveghorst. and last but not least i was gonna put pat bamford but that i can't have all strikers remo Freuler, who sneaky played a ton of minutes for forrest and was actually just bad. Whenever I watch him, I looked at his stats, and he was one of the worst midfielders in the league. So he's up there. Talk me through it. Who are you feeling of the of the four horsemen of the apocalypse right here? You know, these are <laughs> all. Who? Just, how do these guys play?
1: These are fantastic options. Yep. Um, how does he get time, Neil Maupai? <laughs> I mean, the he fact- played.
2: By the way, I qualified this with played at least a thousand minutes. Okay. Neil Mott play, played a thousand minutes this year. Yeah. You believe
1: that? That's no, insane. But also, equally insane is that Everton actually paid money <laughs> for it. 15 mil for that. Just insane. <laughs> How could you look at this guy and say, yes, this is our guy? Um, although, you know, my club just went out and paid 65 million pounds uh, for Kai well, Havertz. But, you, you know, see, we, it's we, there. Uh, we, we don't look at these it's things. There. Um, yeah, he's awful. Diego Costa. What are you thinking? <laughs> what are you thinking? This guy, you're like wheeling out this guy's corpse onto the field and expecting
2: him to do Diego something. Costa things, and which he did. He did at one point to Tyrone Minks.
1: And he did get a red card. <laughs> um, let's see, where am I at? Bootbaghorst, you're bringing in a guy from Besiktas and thinking that he's going to score? Get out of here. Couldn't score for Burnley. And then you have Remo Freuler. Who, like you said, played a lot of minutes and just was one of the worst midfielders.
2: Yes. In the league, it could have made a fifth fifth option for Pat Bamford, but yeah. to be fair, Leeds had no one else to throw they up top because no they ones. loaned out Joe Gellhart like a bunch it of was dumb dumbs. Their own
1: fault. Yeah.
2: This this award will be named after him. How does he get time award? The first inaugural one will now be known after this winner of the award. It is Voot Veg Horse. The Voot Veg Horse. <laughs> the Voot Veg Horse award of how does he get time? Congratulations, Voot. Step on up. We're gonna have to make a bust of your face on this hanky. This is insanity. You know, this he, guy he wants
1: to stay on.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think he, <laughs> he does. I can't believe he didn't score. He didn't score. He's a striker that got brought in for half a year. Yep. And did not score. Just to incredible plug up the gaps. What does he do? Even Fellaini scored when they put him in there. Even, I'm sure, I don't know this for sure, but I'm going to just say it for the sake of saying it. Steven Cocker scored when he was Liverpool's emergency striker. I, I don't think, think he so. did, but you know what? He might have. He might have. Moved Egg Horse definitely didn't.
1: That's for sure.
2: Um. Best meme of the year. Virgil van Dijk getting crossed by Paris Hitch. And slipping and sliding all over the floor. <laughs> Mister Tyndale on Newcastle, putting himself into every handshake in every possible way. He just gets his way in there, taking <laughs> all the credit. Todd Bowley, we already know what a good meal is. Good meal. I had the I had the fourth choices manu title charge. Yes. I'm gonna change it to seven nil. I'm 7-0. official. I'm changing it to the seven nils the whole combination. Yes. But talk fantastic. me through it, Sam. What what are you thinking? They fuses to be two real strong candidates. Uh,
1: Man U title charge when they had plus 6 goal differential.
2: Yeah, but we're we're dropping and, the title charge. It's just okay. it's well, solely seven I just seven w- now. I just wanted to okay, bring that up. I just wanted to bring that up. Because it is a good meme.
1: I won't forget that ever. <laughs> <laughs> you got Arsenal and Man City and then you got freaking Man U with plus 6 goal differential of 3 quarters of the way through the season. Uh yeah, then you got Todd Bowley, the the goat <laughs> American coming in and just doing crazy just stuff. Doing, just doing, ruining what he was doing. Wants an All Star game, like a week in. Yes. And then he's handing out eight-year contracts that
2: that the UEFA has to make loophole. They change the rules. They have to. <laughs> they change, the Bowley
1: rules. They got a whole pamphlet on what was they got to change because of Todd Bullock. He's just
2: such an outside-the-box thinker. He's such a genius.
1: Uh, Tyndale, I don't know. I feel like I have a blind spot to this. Okay. I missed this meme. Um, Virgil van Dyke, big man going down. He's slipping. It's always funny.
2: It's kind of like seeing an old person tip over. When it's a big guy falling over, it's also I th- good. I don't know if I find old people <laughs> falling over. Funny. in America America funniest home video style okay, okay, kind okay, of humor. Okay. It's it got the like middle clown age, music playing. Yeah. Yep. Age dad. It's like a guy pushing his kid on the swing and he slips in like mud or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Old well, not like he an eighty year old in man. The mud and that's, the kid... that's not what I had in mind, like a guy falling in the shower. <laughs> ah, look at this <laughs> guy, he broke his <laughs> hip. What an idiot. <laughs> ah. <laughs> not, not what I was going for. Um See so it, really <laughs> it really comes down it really comes down to Todd Bowley and the man used seven nil. To let's talk over seven 0 Let's talk over seven nil real quick. How often does that happen especially on that that, was that stage hilarious. it it can't be forgotten
1: the streets won't forget that
2: yes the winner of the best meme of the 2022 2023 Premier League season Good meal it's gotta be the the it's todd bully the, the
1: bully award at this point i mean <laughs> i don't think anyone can ever he's trying to not do meme. it for 20
2: he's trying to not be in this position for 23 24 yeah. by making sales but unfortunately he did what he did he paid a lot for Graham potter and then had to sack him he brought in a bunch of trash players on big contracts it's a very bad rebuild by mr todd bully but he's here for a good meal and he got a yes. good meal. He got a hanky. Yes. Last but not least, the last hanky, the most prestigious hanky to all of us Yes. here at the Hanky Academy, the Willie and Jose slash Sanctosin Award, <laughs> who will be added to this list. It's, it's the guy you forgot. You forgot that he was in the league and he's already gone. <laughs> gone but not forgotten. The nominees are... Lucas Mora, Andre Ayew, Arthur, and Miroslav Orsic. Couple, <laughs> couple of notable names left off. Nabi Kaita could have been on there, and Donny Van de Beek could have been on there, but they were they were left off. There's a lot there's a lot to unpack. Lot
1: to unpack
2: here. This is this took this took a while. I put I put the most time and effort into this one. Just know that.
1: Lucas Mora at at one point was propelling Tottenham into Champions League finals.
2: Yes. Now he's just dribbling straight ahead against Leeds and they let him score like a make a wish kid at the very end of the game. Yes. To close out his Tottenham career. Uh Andre Ay Andre Ayer. thought he retired six years ago. Yeah. Nottingham Force said, Come on in.
1: Who would have known he's still around, but he came back. And, and he sucked. And he sucked. <laughs> he did suck. He did suck. And he played way too much. Then you got Arthur on loan from Juventus, possibly the worst loan signing I've ever seen. He, How many minutes did he play? He didn't play at Anfield. Didn't play at Anfield. <laughs> I feel like I saw him get subbed down once early in the year. Yes. Very early in the year. And then he never played again. Yes. And then you got Orsic. I don't even know who this guy
2: is. Croatia World Cup hero. Probably their best player. Signed for Southampton. Played five games, and he just never played again. Was playing with their under-21s. So, yikes. All right. We're going to add to it, Sam. Right here. Mm Mm-hmm. The William Jose Schenck-Tosin, and now Andre Ayu Award. Andre, get your bald get head ass up get here. Out of here. Get your award. The fact that I had
1: to watch a game <laughs> that involved two IU brothers in 2023,
2: you know what, offended me. You know, it's crazy. Arthur was so good that he wasn't allowed to be. It was like Bonds isn't allowed in the Hall of Fame for steroids. <laughs> this guy played like literally two games and yeah. was out the whole year with injury, yeah. and it wasn't even like a. He's like, yeah, I got a minor injury, and they just never played him. Thing. And yeah. they're like, you can go back to whatever damn club you came from yeah barca juventus wherever you're from amazing
1: he's he's one of those guys that actually just snuck in and he's not a professional <laughs> player and well, and no yes. one caught it then they're
2: like who's this guy well the willie may say this, this guy's been on the team for like three years that concludes the hankies moving on to wrap up the pod sam you have you have five storylines you want to watch out for? Or you just want to talk about recent news real quick? Because you said you had some takes to unload.
1: Oh, yeah. Lots of hot takes.
2: Should we talk about the main main transaction between... I guess Chelsea's the team to talk about. Chelsea's
1: on the fire sale.
2: They're finally selling all their guys. I think the funniest thing about this to me is all these pundits acting like Chelsea weren't going to offload these guys. And then when they do, they turn around and they're like oh, they have no one, and, oh, the, the, this. It's like, yeah, that's part of a fire. You got to sell the guys, and then you can buy them because you don't have any money because Todd Bowley spent all his <laughs> money so far. It's tied <laughs> he, up in eight-year yes, contracts. Yes, So, unfortunately, yes, we do have to offload dead wood before we can sign guys, but yeah. this makes sense. Um, I mean, Mason Mount signed today officially for Man U.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: One year left on his contract. I feel like Chelsea fans are really odd about this. For Mount and Havertz being like they're rats and stuff like that, it's like they weren't playing well. They didn't mesh with the style and direction your club wants to go. You just move on. It happens. Yeah. But this whole like idea of Chelsea are a small club for selling these guys now, it's like that's a bit weird. You know who's better than both these guys? Juan Mata. You know who Chelsea sold in his prime? Juan Mata, the man you i just don't see a problem with it no you have to raise funds somehow to get different guys in it clearly wasn't going to work yeah why, i think why would I you think keep mount
1: underperforming will, players if you can get great fees for them yeah
2: i think mount will be fine at united I, I my hot take i guess is that havertz will be better for arsenal than mount for united but that's just me
1: i, I mean the fact that arteta wanted him so badly
2: well you can see where he'll fit in it'll just fit in in the jacques role right and Draca's not playing that much defense, but you have to do a little bit. That's why I worry about with Havertz in that spot. But it's not going to be that bad.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting. Maybe, maybe Arteta knows Havertz's I best think, position.
2: Yeah, I think because it wasn't I think, striker. I think Havertz will be more of a supplier than we saw him at Chelsea. Yeah. That's partially just because people at Arsenal could finish, people at Chelsea at the last year couldn't. But also, I don't think he's going to be in spots where he has to constantly score. Yeah, I would suspect he gets somewhere 5 to 10 goals and somewhere between like 8 to 13 assists or so is what I would suspect. Mount, yeah. on the other hand, this feels like maybe they'll put him in the Erickson spot, but then that requires a lot more defense out of him. Yeah, than
1: I, I, I was thinking about that. I was like... I don't, does he I don't know how he 100%. fits into this team, yeah. but that's kind of the United style. They're just You just buy guys because you think it's guys.
2: value. But One year left on his contract, Todd Bowley sells him for about 50-60 mil, somewhere in that range. Kai Havertz, you sell for 60-65 mil.
1: About what you paid for him.
2: Yeah, and you're able to bring in a replacement in cuckoo for him who it makes more sense with your team. He's more direct. Yeah, uh, A little bit of of a facilitator too i think he'll be what they wanted felix to be but felix was just not very good yeah um we'll see we'll see i think that the signings for chelsea or the outgoings rather make plenty of sense i think they've they've created i forget the number but they created an insane amount of reduction in just salary alone to yeah. get rid of these guys no,
1: it's it's been a very impressive display of you know, moving on guys and not just forcing them out for like chump change. They're getting good fees for these, for these guys. Yeah. Um, but also
2: we'll talk about the Saudi thing, but you were about to be upset about Chelsea abusing the Saudi thing, but it sounds like Partey will be Uh, departing,
1: you know, that would be fantastic. You know what?
2: You know what? I, I'll tell you what, if the Saudis are here to help, Let's do business. Let's let's do business.
1: Put the money on the table. Which is which is it. so
2: funny that people and I'll go back to the pundits like Neville, especially Gary Neville. Right now, mm-hmm. it's just like he seems so like butthurt about this, like because United can't offload their guys when they suck. They're just like, but then Chelsea offload their guys when they suck, and they're like, oh. Uh,
1: well, uh, uh. I I see where people get upset as newcastle and chelsea potentially having ties to saudi arabia so it it draws into question the integrity the integrity well, what's whether they're is, really linked further than what they actually are yeah and, i mean newcastle was bought by saudi arabia yeah so what are we talking about yeah we already, it's already, we already, already knew that
2: not to mention what's if you're doing saudi arabia at this point what's the difference between city yeah. and psg obviously psg different league and stuff but the same thing it's you know it's it's dirty money yeah it's dirty money so shady dealings yeah what are you man you's trying to get bought by qatar as well six billion pounds what are we talking about people try and sit there and have morals shut up shut up and take my money todd bowley says take it um no very impressive display by chelsea so far as far as arsenal another major signing declan rice 105 mil West Ham fans Good meal. wishing he would go to Man City frustrate me. It's very odd the idea of like cheering for City. Yeah. I sent you that that popular tweet that one around. I was like non-six teams, non uh, top six clubs support City because it's like one of the little guys. It's like they're owned by They're literally oil money. What are we talking about? What's,
1: everything against the little guys.
2: Yeah, it's just the most insane thing. People are defending City um good signing for arsenal it's a lot but it has to be done for a player of that quality even though he only had a year left in the contract
1: yeah i what, mean you gotta yeah. you gotta pay what you gotta pay for one of the best in the world
2: also hilarious united thought that they were in the race for declan rice because they were getting mount meanwhile they won't let 10 hogs spend over 100 mil this year because he blew a wad on anthony united being like uh we'll throw 50 million pounds and, McTom, and two players mctom and mcguire yeah thank you i'm sure west ham would you like know, that very much because
1: these things happen all the time you know where you exchange money and a player when does that ever happen i think the, I, I can't think of a time that is trying happened. to pull a
2: todd bowl they to think outside the box kind of <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah well yeah that that whole saga was frustrating a lot of it you know, West Ham just trying to draw I don't blame business, West Ham, too, trying to, you yeah. You can't, can't argue, fault but,
2: but the fact that... That's a good job by Sullivan.
1: They, um I don't know, more so the journalism, you know? Yeah. A lot of it is just really low effort, like mm-hmm. 24 to 48 hours. And who,
2: who Arsenal's getting a third player, too, correct? Timber. From Timber from Ajax, from yeah. Another yeah. short feller, uh, but that's probably it for the summer, then. The
1: fee is... Somewhere
2: they, like thirty-five to forty, right?
1: They're saying around forty now, which is pretty steep. Um, yeah. But you know, Arteta. Hopefully, we have faith in. Uh, they're saying if they if they move good on if from Partey,
2: yeah, because uh, then it's almost like a direct replacement at that point.
1: Well, apparently he's going to be more of wise. Like, like a Ben White. Oh, fee fee-wise, yes. yeah. Um, yeah, if Partey leaves, they might be in business for another midfielder. Yeah. Which I think at that point you kind of have to. Yes. Uh, Maybe someone probably, you know, lesser known. Yeah. Um, James Madison to Tottenham.
2: Great signing. Great business. You'll never hear me say this ever again about Daniel Levy and Tottenham. Amazing business. 40 mil for Madison. Fantastic. If you're able to keep Kane, you have Kane, son, you know, he's bound to at least be better than last year. You have Kuleshevsky out wide. You have Madison. You have a nice 4-2-3-1 formation set up. Yeah. Then it just comes down to can Hoiberg and Basuma do it in the middle while Bed you're kind of waiting for him to come back. We'll see.
1: Yeah, I'll be curious to see. I feel like there might be a little bit of a, a getting used to period. You know, Kane obviously likes to drop in mm-hmm. kind of towards that Number ten role, yeah, and see how they link up. But I think you know once they get Kane some chemistry, will they'll be, be cooking.
2: We'll be good. Which I, I hate to see it. Tottenham, you know? Tottenham with a goalie signing too. Getting, I looked up his stats. Pretty good keeper for Empoli last mm-hmm. year in Serie A. One of those guys where his distribution isn't very good, but just as a pure stop shot, or shot stopper. Yeah, it's really, really solid. Good. So
1: yeah, I like that decision rather than spend like 40 mil on Raya. Because Brentford yeah. were playing hardball, it's yeah. like yeah, move on to another target, especially at goalkeeper. I keeper. agree,
2: that's good. Yeah, if you're you have to be if you're paying top dollar for goalkeeper, if you're paying like 50, 60, 70 million, it has to be you know like Juventus did so long ago with Buffon. It has to be Liverpool with Alisson. It yeah. has to be you have to know what you're getting. Like yeah. you're not getting Keppa. Um, otherwise, yeah, take your shots on fifteen to twenty million euro guys. Yeah,
1: and then in addition, you got the new manager in charge.
2: Yes, the Aussie. I got Official. a lot of
1: question marks.
2: We'll see. You know,
1: we'll see. It's very much a Tottenham type they signing. They've now gone away from the big names, you know. Which Ricante's honestly, it works Marine best now. for them, you know. That's true. That's true.
2: That works better for them. So we'll see. Tottenham off to a pretty solid start. Chelsea off to a good start. Arsenal off to a good start. Um, City.
1: Kovacic. in for City.
2: Yep, Kovacic to City. Uh, Gundogan replace, officially uh, gone. gone. So there's your your like for like swap, if you will, I guess. Gundogan for Kovacic. But, I
1: think they're going to really miss Gundogan.
2: Yeah, 100%. I think Kovacic last year in Chelsea was a bit not very motivated. I think that the talent's still there, but he is about 30. So we'll see how much... Time he has left yeah but I there's just, always one thing that you notice with kovacic compilations and even when you're watching the games it's always the final shot or final pass is not that great like one out of five is what you need until you've it's always the dribbling yeah it's the dribbling single. it's the winning the ball that's fantastic but they have him doing that props to city
1: yeah i just i don't see how he can replace the creative aspect of Gundawan.
2: i agree I agree. Maybe they ask a little more out of Bernardo Silva. Yeah. But maybe not. He might be going to Saudi, apparently. Who knows? Uh, um Phil Foden, step up. Yeah. Shit haircut. Who, 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 uh, who uh, what, what's some other major news? I can't think of any. Villa signing I
1: mean? Pau Torres.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, that was this morning, too. Another good saying, he's one of those guys always rumored with United for the longest time, never happened, and then...
1: Villa are on one.
2: Yeah. Hey, they're willing to shell out the money. Yeah. They're saying, hey, we're Europa Conference League favorites. Brah.
1: Yeah, we, we talked about this a little earlier, but Bournemouth firing Gary O'Neal and bringing in um, a guy from La Liga Yeah, immediately right away. So they knew yeah, they had who guy. they wanted. They got him, apparently. People seem to think he's... Uh, He's a good get so we'll see you we'll know? see i feel like the bournemouth job is tough you know it's not as it's not the run of the mill as cut out to be job. even though
2: no one's really paying attention to you but there's a lot a lot going on to say the least um
1: obviously you got caicedo being heavily linked with united and chelsea
2: yeah i would be surprised if it's not chelsea but again yeah. you never know uh do you have anything that you wanted to go over as far as the uh, the last kind of your top three or top five things to watch out for in the next week or just this summer in general? Mm. Or any, I, any hot I, takes about some transfers that will go down?
1: Any hot takes? Not really. I don't think so.
2: Okay. What do you think United do at Stryker?
1: Yeah, you know that's a good question, because
2: because Voot wants to come back.
1: <laughs> because who who else you know they you you throw Mount on the left and then have Rashford up front. I mean that's kind of like a yeah. stopgap.
2: Yeah, and you're not g- really Rashford's the best. better out wide too. Exactly. I don't know what they do, because it was rumored that they'd go with that Conchala Ramos for a while from Benfica. Talks of Osimen. I just don't yeah. think they're going to spend that much. You no, just spend 100 mil on a winger. So. I don't think so. Did you see the, the rumor of... The just not very good Did you see strikers. the rumor of... Before, this is before they got Madison, but it's 40 mil Sancho to Tottenham. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, Liverpool's rebuild is slow. We'll we'll, we'll leave it like that. Macal- <laughs> I'll say it. McAllister, solid signing for 35 mil. Yeah. Especially their midfield has been... Uh, Poor. Pretty dry, pretty dry lately. Yeah, they nope.
1: got they got work to do.
2: Yeah, are they gonna do it? I don't probably think so. Probably not. No.
1: Last year, Klopp maybe.
2: Yeah, if they don't back them, it it could be yeah. pretty frustrating. And I was thinking when they got off that good start as far as signing McAllister, I was like, oh, maybe they'll do something. And it's like, oh, no, probably not. Um. Yeah, we're not we're not hearing much. What do you think about how West Ham are gonna replace Declan Rice? Because there's talks that it's just going to be like three different guys that they bring in. But, I mean, I don't think it's going to be Paulinho. I don't think they want to pay that money for him.
1: Yeah, I don't think that would be smart anyways.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I agree. It, it's one of those things where it's like you didn't capitalize on getting him from Portugal for cheap. Yes. It's not really going to be worth it.
1: He's not a 90 million pound player or he's anywhere not even f- like He's not he's even a 60. He's a specialist
2: at, yes. at
1: tackling. He can't pass. He can't pass. So that's not really going to do much. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, West Ham, what they're going to do.
2: Newcastle apparently signed Tenali, but they didn't. Oh. Then there's that rumor of them getting Borella for 50 mil, and I about yeah. crapped my pants. I was like, how is no one else on this? And then you look, and it's just like fake reporting, or mm. not necessarily fake reporting, but it was like, yeah, they got immediately denied, and Inter won't sell him for anything less than 100. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Why would yeah. they sell him for... Cheap.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it's it's uh
2: Wolves selling Connor Cody for seven point five mil. Respect honestly, respect to convincing Ever to not buy him for three mil. Yeah. And then just immediately sell him to Leicester for seven mil. Big yeah. big ups to Wolves. Solid signing for Leicester. Everyone's saying Leicester got had by it, but at the same time. You had Daniel Martin there. I would take anyone over him at center back.
1: And you were a team that was like completely void of any leadership. Yeah. Whatsoever.
2: Yeah. I'm thinking Connor Cody's going to be solid for him. Uh. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think I have, have anything else to, uh, to mention at the moment.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. That does it. Absolute legendary performance of the Hankey Awards. Sam giving his his takes, his lovely takes. He's got his Kai Havertz kid on already. Donkai, something like that. The big two nine. The big two nine.
1: He loves donkeys. I love donkeys. They're great. They're fantastic. They're great.
2: Next week we will be back. More transfer rumors. Maybe a little breakdown, kind of previewing teams' wants and needs specifically, but until next week, adios, mis amigos.